Today's story has no introduction. It needs no introduction. Rather, it is riddled with pockets of unknown. Unknown, best left behind. But, because of their bravery, one of my subscribers has come forward to confide this tale, now told to you, constant listener. His story will be released in a series of five parts. This story is told from the perspective of a male. All names have been changed to protect their identity. Part 1. White Sticks I'm Tasha Wheelhouse, and this is Copper Shock. New opportunities do not always bring you a new life. It can bring a downfall. My mother approached me, ready to tell me something important. Nick, we're moving. Into a house. I leapt off the couch for joy, screaming and jumping up and down. My two younger sisters, Cassandra and Raquel, immediately began to clap and spin in circles. My mother's mirth was lifting. She looked so happy. She had divorced my father when I was six. For the last three years, we'd done nothing but move from apartment to apartment, scraping by. Now I was ten. My mother had worked things out with my dad and remarried him last year. Moreover, he'd found a new job. We were leaving the painted desert of Arizona and heading straight for New Mexico. When we first arrived, I was amazed to see how big the house was. Let me paint a picture for you. The hallway from the front door forked straight forward or to the right. The straight forward hallway had five bedroom doors. At the end was the kitchen. To my right was the second hallway. It had three more bedroom doors and eventually circled to the kitchen in the back. In the middle of this round hallway was our den. No windows, but eventually that's where the TV would go. This space was luxury, and it was beyond anything I had known before. The best part about this place was that it had two full acres of horse property. Which, I guess, isn't a lot of horse property, but it was more than I had ever imagined that I could have all to myself. To catch bugs, play in the creek that ran behind my house, and explore like the wild little boy I was. One day, the sun was setting, and I knew Mom was expecting me back inside soon for dinner. I was playing on the far side of the property, and my worn blue sneaker ran across a section of dirt that sounded hollow, like a damp drum. I turned back and patted my foot over the area I swore I had heard before. Bending down, I began to dig with my hands, being careful not to catch any dried thorns in my palms. That's when I saw it. A small section revealed what looked like flat wood. I knocked on it with my little fist. It was indeed empty underneath. I excitedly began to slap at the dust, uncovering the rest of the wood panel. When my work was finished, I stood up. A large circular board sat there beckoning to me. As a little kid, you're thinking buried treasure, 
or a new hidden room to the house. I wedged my fingers underneath on one side and lifted with my knees, rolling the edge of the board to my right. Before me stood a pit, and it went down about six feet. I couldn't quite see toward the bottom. Most of the sunlight was gone now, but there were lumps of something down there. I considered myself to be an expert climber and lowered myself down into this dark pit. Soon as I landed, my nose was assaulted with the most ghastly stench of rot and death. The sun was completely gone now, but the last of the New Mexico twilight was setting in. The lumps beneath my feet had a sickening crunch as I moved about. Straining my eyes to see, I squatted down, adjusting to the dark. Puzzling, I cocked my head to the side at what I was looking at. Who would bury a bunch of dry white sticks? I looked at them more and realized the sticks were bent all funny into a uniform curve one after the other. It then hit me. I am looking at a rib cage. I am standing on human bones. Panicked, I leapt high, catching my hands on the ledge and clawed my way out. I ran back to my kitchen door as fast as I could, yelling for my mom. Panicked and out of breath, I told her I found a body in the backyard. You should have seen her face. Keeping calm, she dialed 911. When response came, it was a circus of men in uniforms. An ambulance and the county sheriff were there too. I pointed them to the dirt hole I found, proud to be adult enough to converse with grown-ups about such important things. The ambulance workers pulled out a huge tarp and laid it on the ground nearby the pit. For the next hour, my mom insisted I wait inside while the men worked. From the kitchen window, I could see handfuls of bones being taken out in a procession and laid to rest on the wide tarp. Then I see a shape I recognize. A skull, but not a human skull. A knock came at my front door. My mother goes to answer it. I carefully get off my perch from the kitchen window and sneak around the back hallway. Tiptoeing into the den, I lean my back to the wall where my mom can't see me as she opens the door. Something important was happening. I felt it. Ma'am? I heard the gruff voice of the old sheriff from the front door. Yes, officer, thank you for coming so quickly. <laughs> when Nick told me he'd found a body in our backyard, I wasn't sure what to think. Oh, uh, they're all horses. Horses? What were they doing in that hole? By the look of them, they were driven into that pit and buried alive. Who would do such a thing? That's horrible! I waited, tense, and heard a pause before the sheriff gave a sigh. Ma'am, you don't know who owned this house before you? End of part one, White Sticks. Stay tuned next week for the continuation of Caveat Emptor. This episode of Copper Shock was produced by me, Tasha Wheelhouse. If you loved this episode and would like to support the channel, please subscribe and rate it. It helps the channel to grow and to reach new listeners. Check out our coppershock.com website for additional content. 
or use the website to reach out to me. I love hearing from all of you. These stories are copyrighted Copper Shock. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you again.